what is good? Welcome to Spirit Bill Real Talk with Juliana. I am your host, Juliana Page, and I am so excited that you are here. I am an author, a speaker, and a professional life coach, but really, I am here to give you practical wisdom that you can integrate into every area of your life so that you can thrive and not just survive. So if you are ready to live a spirit-led life and level up your inner game so that you can win in your outer game. Let's dive right in. What is good, everybody? Welcome back to the Spirit-Filled Real Talk podcast. We're going to talk today about the sacrifice of praise. The sacrifice of praise. This actually sounds counterintuitive, and frankly, I didn't quite get it, particularly early on in my relationship with God, but it is profound, and it often is a strategy of breakthrough. That, that God will give us when we're contending for the word, when we're fighting for a promise and fighting against different things that come up when we're stewarding a prophetic word, right? So this is very, very important to study, to learn about. And I actually have five things that you can integrate into walking out this word that I'm going to give you today. So stay tuned for those. First and foremost... Sacrifice of praise is something that can come up when we've been in the fire, (laughs) right? We've really been through something challenging or we've been really praying and fasting and leaning in and using our prayer language and really fighting for a breakthrough, usually a silent struggle too that nobody else knows about, right? And we're doing all the right things. And it just seems like God isn't paying attention or like it's going unnoticed, which is not true, but it can feel like that at times, right? So there's times where offering a sacrifice of praise would legitimately be a sacrifice. It really comes from a humble heart that's been purified by fire. It rises up from a spirit that is chosen, it's a choice, right? To honor God in spite of the pain that life may be causing. We see this a lot, particularly in Psalm 51, 16 to 17. It really expresses this. You do not delight in sacrifice or I would bring it. You do not take pleasure in burnt offerings. My sacrifice, O God, is a broken spirit and a broken contrite heart. God, you will not despise. Super powerful, right? So as you can think about praise, a lot of times we think about people praising <laughs> at, a, at a game or at a conference or, or something of that nature. Or we might see somebody, you know, praising in a joyful way to celebrate a wedding or a business launch or the birth of a new baby, right? There, there could be many times where it doesn't feel like praise costs us anything at all, right? Sometimes even when people praise their dogs for fetching a ball, right? (laughs) Or for a job well done. So praise is often a response to some action that directly benefits us. But when it comes to the word, there are these times where maybe God didn't meet our timeline or he didn't come through the way we thought he would, right? And that can seem heavy. 
and we can't see his goodness. Maybe we can't hear him, right? And circumstances scream that he's forgotten us. So to praise God in those times requires personal sacrifice. It takes an act of our will to lay down all of our pain, all of our hurt, all of our disappointment on the altar before God, right? When we don't understand something. So when we bring a sacrifice of praise, we choose to believe that even though life is not going like we thought we should, like we thought it should, or even though we haven't received the fulfillment of a promise, even though we're still contending for the word to come to pass in our life, right? Even though it's not unfolding the way we think it should, God is still good and can be trusted. So when we choose to praise God in spite of storms, in spite of disappointment, God is honored and our faith grows deeper. Okay, there's actually a command in Hebrews 13, 15 that says, this sacrifice is to be offered continually. Not when you feel like it or not when it's easy to do, but continually. Our praise of God is not based on our opinion or his job performance. Can I get an amen? (laughs) Praise cannot be treated as a reward we give God for his obvious blessings. Isaiah 29, 13 says this, These people come near to me with their mouth and honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. So real praise continues regardless of circumstances, and it flows continually from a worshiping heart in good times and in bad. Okay, so hopefully that gives you some context on the sacrifice of praise. But what I was getting relative to the sacrifice of praise is that Often, when we've been contending for a hot minute, right? Maybe this hot minute is years of hot minutes, okay? So a long time. I know in my own life, you know, there's been some promises that I've been contending for, I mean, 20 years, to be honest, right? Um, And then actively contending, right? There's a time where it's, oh, that would be nice if I have, but then there's a time of maybe unbelief or there's a time where my hope was the mustard seed that's required or there's times where I was like actually fasting and praying and contending, right? But it's been a long period of I'm believing that this has come to pass. I'm believing that this God is God's will for me, right? And I'm trusting that God is going to bring it to pass in his perfect way, in his perfect timing, right? But sometimes that's years in the making, Okay, and it doesn't go according to the timeline of people around you. So you can't compare to other people, right? Your call, your journey is unique. You cannot compare where you're at to where somebody else is at. So what I was receiving, though, was that this is a season, right, of congratulations, of the years of contending, God showing up right? Of a suddenly blessing, of a breakthrough, of you being congratulated for something that you've been praying and contending for. However, although that is glorious to the ears and we love to hear that, a lot of times we still don't see it and we get a word like this and we can start to shift into anxiety or discouragement or disappointment if we're not careful and if we don't have a a strategy to steward a word like this. So 
This is a word that I do have strategy for to steward, and that's what I want to share with you. But congratulations, I thought it might be neat to actually give you a definition of what congratulations are. Again, I'm a word nerd, so sometimes this is really helpful. But congratulations are words expressing praise for an achievement or good wishes on a special occasion. It could be the action of expressing congratulations. Uh, Let's see here. It's a expression. It could be also words or praise for somebody else, okay? It could be good wishes for an event or a job well done. And it could be an expression of approval or acclaim. So when I'm talking about this is a season of congratulations, this is a season where you get praise, where you are congratulated, where you are given good wishes for a breakthrough and event in your life. So think about things. And again, this is going to be personal for everybody and it's going to be different for everybody. So this could be an engagement. This could be a wedding. This could be a new baby. This could be the launch of a business. This could be a book being published. This could be so many different things, but it's a time of congratulations where There's been the contending. There's been the private walk with God. There's been, you know, God doing a work in your heart. There's been some hidden pain and struggle. There could be years of that, right? And God is turning that now, okay? So it's a time where these prayer points, God is turning whatever your prayer points might be into testimonies, Okay, and he's turning this discouragement and depression into your dance floor. Okay, so the things that used to be really discouraging or depressing for you, God turns those things and works it for good. And you are literally full of joy, full of vibrance, full of the youthfulness that the world talks about, this childlike wonder, this childlikeness, right? So That is something beautiful. And the word that I have to lock that in, because you always got to ground things in the word of God, right? So the word that I have for that is actually coming from Deuteronomy 1.11 that says this, May the Lord, the God of your ancestors, increase you a thousand times and bless you as he promised. So this is a time of congratulations where God shows up and shows out at a time and in ways that you didn't expect. These were things that are secret petitions of your heart, things that you've been contending for, right? And God comes through. He comes through and he blesses you as he promised, okay? So... With that, though, (laughs) when you receive or when you hear a word like this, a lot of times there's a test connected to it. Now, I'm not going to give a blanket statement and say that that always happens, but a lot of times we're tested. So, for example, you might see a ton of other people getting engaged, right, When, when you've been waiting for, you know, 30 years you know, to, to find your partner, to, to come into alignment with your divinely ordained spouse, right? Or maybe it's you're, you're seeing all of these friends of yours or people on social media conceive and you see their journey of having their baby and you, you just are having a fertility 
struggle, right? And it's really uncomfortable and hard to watch, right? And maybe you have news that says it's impossible for you to conceive, right? But God actually does it, right? But first, maybe you will be seeing other people around you get the new home or get the new car or progress in the way that you've been contending for. Pass this test. Pass this test. And what that means is block the spirit of bitterness. Block the spirit of bitterness, right? Is your heart prepared by God in such a way that you can actually congratulate other people, that you can actually cheer on other people, that you can actually support other people, right? Is your heart positioned in such a way that you can be happy and grateful and root and congratulate these people? Can you do that? Because often if we can't do that, if God can't flow through us in that way, we can't receive that either. Right. So you want to keep that channel flowing, but it's got to be a genuine thing. So it's got to be God working on your heart and removing bitterness from your heart. Right. And then also paying attention to who you surround yourself with and who you share with. It's so, so important that you're surrounded by people that are true supporters of you. Right. Not people that that are people pleasers, but people that are true supporters of you. Right. Because there are haters in the world, okay? And so sometimes those are people that are close to you and you really have to pay attention to that. And a hater is usually a person that thrives on showing hate towards other people. And this looks like criticizing, belittling, usually unfairly. They just always have to find something wrong or a way to tear something down. It's usually just very inappropriate and it's rooted in envy, right? And jealousy, which is just nasty. Like every other wicked thing is connected to that. So you really got to pay attention to protect these promises that are in your heart to really guard your heart in that way and making sure that you're not just posting something on social media that you don't have what I'll call spiritual immunity for right? Like if you can't take belittling and criticism, if you can't take other people's opinions about something, don't share it, right? Some of the best things in life do not need to be shared on social media, okay? So a hater though is somebody that's an ill wisher, somebody that's a despiser, and somebody that's a doubter. And sometimes that can be us. So passing the test could be God helping you or doing a work with you to remove bitterness or to remove unforgiveness from your heart so that you don't block the blessings that he wants to release to you because we can get in our own way, okay? So how do you actually steward a word like this or what is the strategy? So what I have found super helpful in my own walk and what I coach a lot of people to do, what I mentor a lot of people to do is to ask God for a strategy. If I receive a prophetic word, if I'm getting revelation from God, if I'm getting a divine download from God, if I feel like I'm being led in some kind of way, if I'm receiving wisdom about something, thank you God for that. What is the strategy? How would you have me steward this? Because there's never not a strategy for a word that you're given, right? And a lot of times when we're given a word, the process is what we underestimate. (laughs) Sometimes it could be sooner or way longer than we expect, right? So there's always a strategy. And so that's my encouragement is to ask God for a strategy for this word, okay? Because we do 
as believers war over the word. And we do have to contend for the promises of God. They're not just handed to us, right? But we do have angels too that we release as we contend, as we use the word of God, as we declare it over our lives and over our circumstances. Angels move on our behalves, right? So there are, think about that. There's angels waiting for you to prophesy and to speak to your mountains and to speak God's word over your situations. So in order to help you do that, I have five things If you are really feeling like, oh my God, this is my word, right? If it's speaking in your spirit and God has confirmed this and now I'm confirming it for you, here are five things. This is a strategy to work this word, okay? So number one is find 10 to 12 scriptures for your promise that God is really allowing the baby in you to leap, right? So to speak. So whatever that promise is that you know that God is bringing to pass, that this is the set time that he's going to show up suddenly, that you just know that you know that you know that he's doing it. It doesn't matter what has happened. It doesn't matter if somebody said it was impossible. It doesn't matter if you had a medical report. It doesn't matter what you see in the natural. It doesn't matter that you don't see anything, right? If God said it, he will do it, right? So get 10 to 12 scriptures. Go on a scripture treasure hunt Write those down, okay, for your specific promise. And then, that's number one. Number two is what you're going to do is you're going to take these scriptures like supplements or like an antibiotic, right? And I recommend doing this for 30 days, right? If you take supplements a few times a day, literally you're going to read and declare these words morning, lunch, evening, right? You're going to just do them throughout the day for 30 days, okay? And start memorizing them, start declaring them, start building up your faith, start making these words active to you because you're partnering with God's promise. You're partnering with his truth and his word does not return void, okay? Number three is really be aware of your spiritual immune system, okay? So as I mentioned, you can share what God is telling you with other people and they could be like, oh, that's not that great. Or like, really? You know, and they could just totally tear it down and just steal your little mustard seed of faith, right? And your hope. So be really careful about who you're surrounding yourself with and get around other believers, other people that do know how how this works, how to steward a promise, who have testimonies. Surround yourself with people that have testimonies and that you can really trust. Like a really great example of this is you've got to guard these promises just like you would a newborn baby, right? If you had a newborn baby, you wouldn't just let anybody pick up the baby because the baby doesn't have an immune system to fight off any sort of, you know, sickness or disease or anything that a germ, right, of any kind that could just be floating around. So you're not going to expose your baby to just anybody, right? I don't care, right? You don't know if they've washed their hands or not. So same thing with these promises. There's some people that you can't tell because they they aren't able to encourage you. They'll show up as a hater or an ill-wisher or despiser, right? Or a doubter. And you don't need that. You literally can't get that into your system. You've got to become immune against that. And you do that through number one and number two. But then you also have to be aware of what you're surrounding yourself by or with. So whether that is negativity in the news, it could be people in your life, you know, it could be social media, you might need to shift what you're exposing yourself to, to build up your spiritual immunity, okay? And there might be other things to do 
along with that. You might need to increase your prayer. Or if you have your prayer language, really pray in your prayer language. Or it could be uh, just spending more time with God, right? It could be fasting. So there could be many things, but it's really important to check out your spiritual immune system. Okay? Number four, and this is where sacrifice of praise comes in. Thanksgiving, praise, dancing, laughter, these are all things that you want to turn on full blast, okay? So the sacrifice of praise, again, this is something that you give when you haven't seen anything come to pass, okay? And you're actually not even sure if you're going to get a return on what you're investing, your time, your prayer, your energy, your hope, your faith, right? You might not get a return on that, but you know that God is good and he's faithful, right? And he works all things for good. So you praise like you've got it. You praise like it's done, okay? And you've got to be specific about what is done, all right? And this is warring in the spirit, okay? It might feel like the most crazy thing to do, but what this does is it guards against doubt. It guards against discouragement. It guards against depression. It keeps you expectant. It keeps you in that childlike wonder space. It keeps you in a humble position, in an expectant position before God, okay? Jeremiah 33, 11 says it like this. The sounds of joy and gladness, the voices of bride and bridegroom, and the voices of those who bring thanks offerings to the house of the Lord, saying, Give thanks to the Lord Almighty, for the Lord is good. His love endures forever. For I will restore the fortunes of the land as they were before, says the Lord. So sacrifices in a time of contending, in a time where you don't see it and you don't know it, you are going to praise like it's done because this is actually building your faith and it's helping you align with what God said because the majority of what we do is coming out of alignment. <laughs> so we really want to bring ourselves into alignment and be really, really specific about what you are contending for. So for example, there have been times in my own life where there's been seasons where I can tell that there's no green light. Sometimes there's just a solid red, sometimes there's a yellow, and then sometimes there's like straight on green light. Now I will say when there's these times and seasons of green lights, right, that can be, oh my gosh, it is pouring and I have a word for this. Ah, oh my God. Okay. So anyway, so in times and seasons where you get a green light, those are still times where it feels scary. Uh, but doors are opening and things are moving. So God will give you a green light, but you still have to take the steps. Okay. So it'll still be like, Oh my God, is it happening? I don't know, but it seems like things are working. Right. So you stay in this place of just childlike wonder and excitement, right? Which can feel like a risk because at the end of the day, you don't know if it's going to come together and you have to trust and you have to just walk with God, right? One day at a time and one step at a time. So be specific about what you're thanking God for and show up like it's done. And then lastly, number five is repent. And I personally am somebody that believes in a lifestyle of repentance. This isn't like a one and done thing to receive your salvation. This is not like that at all. This is whatever you do any day, right? There, there could even be something that you did 30 minutes ago that did not glorify God, okay? 
And repentance is literally repenting for anything that you're doing that is not glorifying God, okay? Because we really don't want any hindrances to the promises of God, his word, breakthrough, anything, right? Or even from hearing God sometimes. Sometimes when we are you know, out of alignment, if you will, or doing things that don't glorify him, we can't hear his voice, okay? So this could be something like you're on your way to church even, right? And somebody cuts you off and you end up like cursing them out in your car. You will go into church and probably not hear from God or feel his presence until you repent. Interesting, but I've seen this kind of thing. I've experienced this kind of thing happen, okay? Not that situation exactly, but I've experienced times where maybe I've had unforgiveness in my heart or I got into an argument with somebody, right? And until I repented from that, I didn't feel God's presence or I wasn't able to hear his voice, okay? So think about that. A lot of times these things could be pride or unforgiveness, okay? So recap, and then I'll talk about this rain, which is exciting. All right, so recap for this strategy. Number one, come up with 10 to 12 scriptures to back the promise that God is giving you a congratulations for. Number two, take these scriptures like supplements, read them, declare them multiple times a day. Three, build up your spiritual immune system and really keep a high level of awareness and diligence around that. Number four, offer the sacrifice of praise, thanksgiving, dancing, laughter, turn on worship music, right? Just literally be so grateful and excited. Live as if you've already received the promise, right? That's the sacrifice. And then number five is repent for anything that you've been doing or have done that does not glorify God. So anything that's coming to mind, okay? So that is the word that I have for you today, the sacrifice of praise. And so the blessing that I have for you that is connected to this rain, which is so cool and impromptu, but how God works, is just a blessing around you and how you look towards the future. It's always, what I believe is it's always a a good time to have an adventure with God. Always. Every day is an opportunity to grow in relationship with God, to, to grow in revelation and understanding and excitement and awareness of what God is doing. It's just a good time to have an adventure with God. So may the Lord himself surround you with fresh favor and grace. May he give you his perspective on your life and circumstances. May he inspire faith and hope when it comes to your future. Okay, that's coming from Proverbs eleven twenty five. Whoever brings blessing will be enriched, and one who waters himself will be well watered. And may you have a strong sense of the impossible things God wants to do in, through, and around you. May God's dream for you swallow up your unbelief. May you have faith enough to put out your buckets and prepare for the rain. <laughs> God moves on faith. May he move mightily because of yours. That's rooted in John 4.12. Very truly, I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works I've been doing, and they will do even greater things than these because I'm going to the Father. Amen. In Jesus' name, amen. So this rain is representative of the new thing, of God pouring out suddenly the fulfillment of what he's promised, that he is faithful, 
that he is sending the rain, that he is sending abundance, that he is sending good news. And I just released that over you on today. I hope that this word truly blessed you. I would love to hear testimony. So if you're somebody that likes to share, or even if you want extra prayer, I welcome those in my inbox. My email is info.julianapage at gmail.com. You can also find it over on my website at Juliana Page. So go visit the site, julianapage.com as well for other resources or ways to get plugged into the masterminds, get really great tools, whether it's books or courses, all the things. Go check that out. And until next time, stay blessed. Stay blessed.